Welcome to a tip for tomorrow, a companion to both the Two Writing Teachers blog and the Two Writing Teachers podcast. We share one tip that you can try out in your writing workshop as soon as tomorrow. I'm Stacy Schubitz, and I'm hosting today's tip for tomorrow. Busy work weeks, not enough time for grocery shopping? Marley Spoon has the solution. Get chef-designed recipes and fresh pre-portioned ingredients delivered to your doorstep. Accommodating dietary needs is a priority with options like vegetarian, low-carb, dairy-free, and gluten-free. Say goodbye to grocery shopping stress and focus on teaching and great food. Follow the link in the show notes to get $235 off through five delivery boxes. This makes your first box portion price as low as $4.99. Marley Spoon, convenience, taste, and dietary flexibility for busy educators. And now on to today's tip for tomorrow. Earlier this school year, my son Ari told me that he no longer wanted me to insert a lunch note into his lunchbox. I was crushed. Ari went from the kind of kid who saved lunch notes in kindergarten to being a first grader who didn't want them in his lunchbox anymore. I wondered, how was he already pulling away from me in first grade? In November, Ari noticed me putting a tiny envelope note in his big sister's lunchbox, which I've been doing for years. Ari noticed Isabel's envelope and requested I put one in his lunchbox. I pushed back on the idea and said, I thought you didn't want lunch notes from me. I only want them from you if you write them on those tiny envelopes, Ari replied. So that's what I've done every day since November. I have written him a note on a tiny envelope, put a sticker on the back to seal it, and placed it in his lunchbox. I blogged about this and shared it with the year-round community participating in the Slice of Life Story Challenge on two writing teachers. Two of the comments inspired today's tip for tomorrow. Jessica Carey wrote, Paper choice matters. Way to listen to your audience. And here's part of Fran McCracken's comment. This makes me think how we can all use a refresh, how the little envelopes were so enticing. Maybe like students can use new paper, new journals. This podcast is dropping on December 31st. When something isn't working, anyone can hit the reset button on their lives at any time. However, many people view the new year as a time to refresh and renew. Therefore, as we are on the cusp of 2024, I want to encourage you to think about shedding anything that isn't serving you. To that end, shedding anything that's not serving your students. Thinking back to Jess and Fran's comments, it's possible many kids can use a refresh of their supplies. And I'm not just talking about new crayons, though who couldn't use a fresh box of new crayons that are brand new? I'm thinking about what kids are physically writing on. In many schools, there's a one-size-fits-all approach to the materials kids use for writing. Marble composition books are relatively inexpensive, so they're issued en masse. Loose-leaf paper with a three-hole punch is always bought in bulk, so classrooms are stocked with it. I get it. You use what you are given. However, some kids prefer a spiral spine notebook because a marble composition book takes up too much physical space on their desks when it's laid out. Or if they're like me, they prefer to write on one page at a time, but don't like how the composition book feels when they bend it in half. Most schools don't have multiple kinds of notebooks stocked in their supply closets. If you do, consider yourself lucky. 
Suppose your PTO isn't dripping with discretionary funds and you cannot ask your students' families for in-kind donations mid-year. In that case, you have to get creative about providing notebook choices without digging into your wallet. Here are three suggestions. First, donors choose. Through the years, I've written an enormous amount about donors choose on two writing teachers since I used it as a classroom teacher to pay for things like field trips and yoga sessions for my students. I also use donors choose to acquire art supplies, books for the classroom library, as well as writing tools and supplies. Check out the link in the show notes for ideas about how I used Donors Choose to outfit my classroom with supplies that gave my students ample choices of writer's notebooks, writing utensils, and more. Next, recycle and reuse centers. Many communities have recycling centers or low-cost stores where educators can access excess items from the community access to use in their classrooms. Many reuse centers offer educational materials like folders, legal pads, pens, and binders at affordable prices. If you're unfamiliar with stores like this in your community, check out the link in the show notes to two reuse centers in my county. This will give you an idea of what these stores provide, which can help you locate something similar in your neck of the woods. Finally, buy nothing groups. These groups have gained popularity in recent years. The premise is simple. People list items they wish to give away instead of throwing away, and other people pick up the items they need. Buy Nothing groups provide a remedy for wastefulness. I'll drop a link in the show notes to help you find a Buy Nothing group in your city, state, or country. That's right. There are Buy Nothing groups worldwide. Many kids lack the flexibility to express themselves when confined to loose-leaf paper, They need more space between lines. They need bigger margins. They need room to draw. Unfortunately, loose leaf paper doesn't naturally provide those things to most kids. There should be different kinds of paper on hand. A variety of paper with varied line sizes and spacing is necessary so that paper choice can be both a scaffold and an accommodation. Longtime readers of two writing teachers are likely familiar with Beth Moore's incredible posts about paper choice, which include information about the developmental needs of young writers and how they are connected to paper choice. For instance, early emergent writers often do best when there's room to draw on each page. As students move to the emergent and beginning stages of writing, the paper in their booklets continues to provide room for drawing, but also more lines for writing across pages. As students become transitional and intermediate writers who rely less on pictures to plan their writing, the space for the picture shrinks so that students have more room to elaborate with their words. Eventually, most students progress to booklets of lined paper and writer's notebooks. I discussed paper choice as an accommodation in a previous tip for tomorrow, which I'll link in the show notes. I mentioned various kinds of paper choices, most of which you can create on your computer, print out, and duplicate on your school's copy machine. You'll also find a link in the show notes to Beth Moore's paper choices that she's generously shared with two writing teachers' readers over the years so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Providing students with a variety of paper formats is something you can do as soon as tomorrow. As we approach the threshold of 2024, let's take a moment to reflect on the importance of embracing change and seeking opportunities for renewal. Just as my son, Ari, rediscovered the joy of lunch notes through a simple shift in format, being open to change can help us meet students' evolving needs. 
By exploring alternative notebook options and offering diverse paper choices, we can create an environment that fosters creativity, accommodates individual needs, and empowers our students to fully express themselves. As we embark on the new year, remember that it's never too late to hit the reset button and make changes. Embrace the possibilities ahead and let this new year be a catalyst for transformation in our lives and in those that we educate. Thank you for listening to the Two Writing Teachers podcast. Check out the show notes for links to the items we mentioned in this episode, as well as ways to connect with us. For more about the teaching of writing, head over to the Two Writing Teachers blog at twowritingteachers.org. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with your friends and colleagues, post about it on social media, like, subscribe, and leave us ratings and reviews. Our music is by Lemon Music Studio. If you'd like to connect with us, email us at contact at twowritingteachers.org. Thanks again for listening. Let's teach, learn, and write on together.